Tuesday, so many strange parts of the country are buried under snow. Tesla is diving. Kia and Uber are partnering up. And Run DMC is making cookies. What are we even talking about today? <laughs> the news is fun. What? We've been doing this, what, almost two and a half years now. So two, two years, three months. A lot. I don't know. A lot, long time. A lot of episodes. And I would say <laughs> that the- <laughs> somewhere in the neighborhood of like 30 to 40% of the days, we read the headlines. We, you know, we look at it. Episode 638. Most days it's like, oh, that's a headline. Cool. Some days we read, like you scour the internet and you're like, huh, this is a title. This is a thing. We talk about the combination of things too. It is the combination. Oh, good morning, Adrian. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, everybody on the live streams. Um, It's good to have you here. It's good to be with you on this. Oh, Brian Ortega, give us a good night, mates. You know, we'll say it with the Australian accent. He's probably dressed up right now like Crocodile Dundee waiting to film his next video. So he's just actually he's he's just in the character right now. Filming the spring special. (laughs) He's been going to bed with a big knife strapped to his hip. (laughs) Right. His wife is like, come on, man. Really? Uh, But there's a lot of great stuff going on this week, um, this month. There's so many things now like that. We're officially in the first couple weeks of, of January the community's all starting to move and we're starting to get out. We're starting to travel. Um, you know, so uh, there's a few things we're doing. We want to tell you about, all right, how, get your little pen and notepad ready because there's a few things. Oh, wow. People are like, really, I need to write this People down. look I'm at like, people jamming. And like, Amanda, good morning. The live stream's lighting up this morning. Oh, Mike, what's up? Rob, Angus, go here. Lions. I feel like as an auto industry podcast, we should be Lions fans. Like, does it... I, it feel, they're in I mean, Ford Field. Like, it's in Detroit. kind of a lion? I want to see the Lions You know what I mean? It. Like, yeah. everybody's, everybody kind of feels bad for the Lions, for, like, their long history of suffering. And it's like, why not root for them if they're not playing your team? You know? Absolutely. So, I, I'm, I'm hoping for a Lions-Bills Super Bowl would be amazing. That would be cool. We'd have a lot that of conflicted interests, and we're not going to talk about the Eagles. Um, so, <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> um, so, tomorrow, we're going to be uh, – uh, what are we doing here? Oh. We're promoting <laughs> – Tomorrow, no. Tomorrow, I, I got yes. A thing. Uh, David Spizak, good friend of ours. A lot of people in the industry know him. He's, he's kind of an icon, and he's got the most iconic voice I can think of, aside from our Michael Cirillo, of course. We should have those right. two on a podcast. Um, there's going to be a, a f- is it a five-hour live stream? Is the event Three. five hours? Three-hour live Oh, I got the time wrong here. When is the time? I think it's Hold on. Okay, 12 to 3 p.m. Eastern. It's Disruptive Forces in Automotive Retail, How to Effectively Navigate the EV Transformation. There is a star-studded list of guests that are going to be talking about a lot of issues around the EV transition, how dealers are buying, selling, thinking through things. Um, I was able, I wouldn't call it an EV session, but I was able to jam with uh, Cliff Banks, Steve Greenfield, and David Spizak uh, for an hour on all the things that are happening in retail auto. We had a a few good laughs. Um, I don't know when that session's airing, but you can go to Disruptive Growth Solutions dot com and uh it's one of the main headers where you can click you can get a free registration by clicking through and follow that click path uh hope you can join join the fun right learn a little something yeah. laugh a little bit it should be good the people that he's got coming together are from my from my seat definitely the people that are thinking the most and 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 like working the most with the EV landscape. So I think it'll be really educational and also probably a little bit fun. Absolutely. And a little bit of jabby. Oh, you know, a little jabby is always fun. Good nature jabbing. Um, we're going to be on the ground in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday, Wednesday night. The The event is actually Thursday, right? <laughs> My yep. days are all messed up. On Thursday, <laughs> we'll be full focused. 
um, live streaming from the Washington uh, Public Policy Day, the Public Policy Auto Show in the Convention Center, Washington, D.C. It's put on by the Washington area new car auto dealers to kind of kick off their car show. There's going to be uh, lawmakers, members of Congress, OEMs, dealers there, and we're going to be on the scene uh, asking the questions, talking about more than cars, and uh, just kind of mingling with a new community. How do you think yeah. we'll be received? I think we'll be all right. Ah, uh, we'll be fine. We'll be I'm definitely be the only hats there. We'll be the only hats for sure. There <laughs> literally won't be another hat. Yes, <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're bringing nothing but the love. Uh, Sixteen days away. We all know NADA is coming. We are actually putting together uh, a web page with the after parties. Yep. So uh, we're gonna yeah, make you the can definitive guide NADA for that. show after parties and just get to it, and you can see all the fun. Like we're it's getting populated. There's gonna probably be like forty of them by the end of yeah. The, there's there's like the six or eight yeah. right now. But NADA show after party. Do us a favor and just Google that. And it's fun when it shows up first. <laughs> just want to brag about that for a minute. I don't know why it shows up first, but it does. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Bye. I know, I know, I know. Oh, the last thing, if you're going to be at NADA, join us at the NADA live stage. They've been so gracious to feature more than cars on the live stage. Actually, I confirmed, I didn't even tell you this. We're going to have um, kind of the this dealer star of episode four, which is yet to be released. Andy Gelcher is going to be with us on stage there. We're going to show some uh, some clips from the future episodes, and we're going to have a little Asodu meetup. So if you're in this community and you are going to be at NADA, make sure you write down on your calendar right now, Thursday, February 1st, 3.15 to 3.30. That's NADA time, which is Pacific time. 3.15 to 3.30 at NADA. NADA live stage right next to reception. We're going to do a little meetup and show everybody what the Soto community looks like. All right, let's get into some news finally. I told you it was going to be a minute. Okay, so Tesla's market cap has plunged over $94 billion since 2024 started. The worst start going since the company uh, went public. You know, there's a lot of factors. Hertz EV strategy shift, price cuts in China, disruption in the supply chain in the Red Sea, raising labor costs, right? They have a couple of issues right now uh, dipping into their production margins. And maybe their biggest, you know, um, their biggest nemesis has been their past success. But despite outperforming the S&P last year, they now have a lot of investor skepticism over valuation, future growth prospects. Uh, meanwhile, CEO Elon Musk is publicly saying he wants to control at least 25% of Tesla's voting rights, primarily because the AI that they're developing, he wants to make sure that it's safe. And if you read the books, he's got a very um, different view on AI than Larry Page. And that's one of the things that he's actually standing against. Um, so, um, and this is coming out as they've released a video of their Optimus humanoid robot actually folding a piece of laundry, folding a shirt, which if you know about uh, AI and robotics, that requires a lot of dexterity and a lot yeah, of that's thinking. So um, yeah, a little bit of a turbulent times is, I don't know, Kyle's Tesla car company. What are they? They're not a car company. They're still a data company. Well, you know, they obviously are making a bunch of cars, but it's still a data company. And it's clearly not Elon's like, you know, favorite thing that he's doing right now because he doesn't hold as much interest in it. He's working on these other projects that he holds a lot more interest in. And he's kind of a bright, shiny object guy. Like Tesla runs itself. Yeah, it's lost $40 in price per share and $94 billion, which is a ton. But based on their total market cap, like they're still good, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so, like, I, I, I see them as probably rebounding, like where, you know, there's been a lot of turbulence just in, uh, you know, some of the, uh, the, the conversations around like 
their self-driving and around their what their EPA estimates were. So, you know, there's going to be investor skepticism and it's going to be most critical on the largest companies. Uh, but I don't see a company led by Elon Musk right now like that and Tesla and not just Elon Musk, but like we've gotten an inside view because of our relationship with Jimmy Douglas at just the level of expertise of that team. Mm -hmm. They're going to come out of this. Not worried about it. It's the one of the strange. So one of the things that have been proposed, Elon's talking about if he can't get 25% voting control, thinking about spinning off the other tech developments into another company, right? Which would be really interesting to see from a shareholder perspective, because obviously you'd get equity in another company. Like it'd be weird, but the point of the whole thing is that Tesla's developing AI, they're developing autonomy, they're developing humanoid robots, and the robots and the cars are where the autonomy and the AI kind of come together. And he's often said in the past, like the robots and the AI are going to be more of a profit center for the company than the cars, Yep, which is kind of crazy to think about. But you think of what happens if that shift happens, right? It's not just, it's, it's well, well it's, it's more see, than cars in a different way. <laughs> it's, it's way more than cars and, and their valuation actually changes. If he can right. shift the company's center, yes. the valuation of the company, the multiples of that company, interestingly enough, mm -hmm. shift, which is mind boggling to think about what that could. Do you know when he had 25% of the company? I think What's before that? he sold off to buy Twitter. <laughs> so it's kind of <laughs> like I had it, I bought this other thing and now I need it back. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. Speaking of things going two ways. Stop. Segway. Uh, Kia and Uber are joining forces with a memorandum of understanding, an MOA, uh, that marks a collaboration for developing another acronym, a PBV. What do they call it? What's that stand for? No clue. Oh, it's it's in the article. It's uh, you. Somebody will figure it out. But it's their new little vehicle that they had that's like a modular vehicle aligning with Uber's 2040 zero emission ambition and showcasing Kia's approach to mobility tech. So the PV5 concept was previewed at, at uh, CES 2024. We covered it. It kind of goes from a micro car to a full-size van using the same like battery and power plant. I don't know. They didn't show how that works, but basically they're, they're trying to cater to Uber drivers and, you know, say, Hey, we, we're going to create vehicles that include like an EV insurance maintenance all in one package that we can deliver to an uber driver uber driver saying we're going to focus on basic kind of like ride quality um the entertainment infotainment advanced safety features and a personalized experience oh it stands for a platform beyond vehicle that oh yeah that's their that's their like new basically skateboard that all of their stuff is yeah and it's like all the little they kind of yep. look like those canoe vehicles they're still just like a little transport vehicle looks yep. like it came from star wars yeah, exactly. So, I mean, well, it's a partnership, a memorandum of understanding, just saying, like, we have the intention of, like, doing something together. Well, and I think this is cool because, you know, if you think about, like, the things that Uber drivers and Lyft drivers go through to make the experience of being in that car feel more than just, like, getting in the backseat of your friend's car, Yep. right? You see some of them put screens in there. They're putting things like you know, little like waters and, and creature comfort yep. and, and, you know, cords and things like that. So my guess is that this would make all of those little things that make it easier to ride in the back of someone else's car, mm -hmm. even easier, right? They just expose more of the things that are necessary for an Uber driver to be 
a better Uber driver and for Uber to get have better guest, guest experiences because they have better cars driving the roads, right? It's kind of like Uber is a taxi company or something. Kind of like that. I mean, maybe they have an air filtration feature in there at some point. <laughs> Hopefully. And, I mean, we've been in a few Ubers and I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying anything against it, but when you get in it and when you get out and you smell like weed, Oh, it's kind of a bad, it's kind of a bad that's thing. That's been tough. That's been tough a couple of times. Where, where was yeah. that? I think we were You're like getting on the plane. Oh, we like, no, 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 no. I swear. I, I swear. Like, where was that? It was Phoenix. It was yeah. you. Phoenix. Oh, that one was the best one. You people in Phoenix. Have tell, the, but the dude was tell us about his exotic trips to Dubai and whatever that was. We'll tell that story again somewhere. Uh, speaking of good storytelling. Oh, I love this one so much. So hip hop legend, you'll not get the name for a minute. Daryl McDaniels, also known as D DMC, He's also known D. as Run DMC, yes. uh, launched a unique cookie brand uh, in a little bit of a tongue in cheek. Daryl makes cookies, DMC, DMC <laughs> blending sweet treats with a powerful social message. Uh, the venture aims to bring generations together, inspired by Daryl's commitment to family community and positive change. So, uh, Daryl has a uh, Daryl McDonald's, it, um, basically wants to have a cookie brand. That's more than just a treat, but a medium to unite generations and smiles. Uh, his quote is I'm always doing something with families and kids. I do a lot of work with foster care and adoption. Uh, most importantly, I like to do nice things that make people smile. My cookie company isn't a business for me. My cookie company is an opportunity. I can hire kids that want to bake. I can hire kids that want to run businesses and do management. There's no such thing as a generation gap. It's an information gap. Let's go, Daryl. Dude, Daryl DMC McDaniel, McDaniel gets our like stamp of approval. The Talk this about is what substance of character. So much character. And, and to say like, yeah, anybody can... Like the, the a couple of the notes in this was like, yeah, anybody can make cookies. These are just cookies, mm -hmm. but it's the heart, it's the intention, it's the message, it's the way that we position it, it's the way that we're hiring into roles so that people can get business experience, life experience, have community. Like it's it's leveraging what you do yep. to empower what you believe. And I think that's the tie down to the auto industry. Ooh. Like tying that stuff together is like we talk about the the generation gap, something we talk about in automotive. And he's like, I don't think there's a generation gap. It's just basically he's saying the lack of empathy, the lack of understanding of how the other people processes things. And if we can do things that bring them together. I was like, this is like a warrior poet, right? Coming out of Run DMC with the hat and the glasses and the That's poses. the thing. He's like, he's always been a poet. He's just Im implementing it differently. It's so you know? awesome to see. And I think he lives in North Jersey. And I was just thinking, if you are a dealer in the North Jersey area, you should reach out because talk about having a collab where he can bring his products to your show. You think people in the service drive uh, wouldn't like some cookies and wouldn't like to uh, like a picture with Run <laughs> Like, come that's on just now. the smartest. Why wouldn't you do that? I think, that, yeah, I think he's a, North Jersey. A, I think Rev runs in North Jersey too. And I, I think they all drive, well, Rev Run drives like Rolls Royces and stuff like that. Right, yeah. But I mean, it definitely seems like Daryl is in touch with foster care, adoption, right? Like giving kids jobs, teaching them new skills. So I think this is us. Maybe we can get him to come out to a SodaCon. Ah, oh, it's not far. Think about that, by the way. SodaCon is not far away. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever you do today, we hope we spurred uh, a few smiles. More importantly, a few ideas that you can get out there and implement to care for your team, care for your community, love people more than you cars. You more than you love cars. We'll see you tomorrow.